You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. recording (laughs) welcome to the gear 30 podcast where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it today we are talking about epicking as a verb as a verb yeah so have um, you epicked today i have no not today greg is definitely epic today i epic today i'm gonna epic tonight nice i haven't epic epic (laughs) epic in a quite some time Well, Which I don't there. know if that's good yeah. or bad. No, yeah. we got to change that's that. That's not good. Well, I don't know. So there's... Okay, what's your definition? So, yeah. So when I say epicking, I mean like pushing your limits, getting out of your comfort zone and doing something that is as awesome, that is, you know, outside of the norm for you. Mm-hmm. And um, and that can turn bad, and but it can also be a great thing because... A lot of us, we get so comfortable, so complacent in, in doing the things that we are used to, and we miss the exhilaration, the adrenaline, the sense of adventure that comes from doing something that's just a little outside of our comfort zones. And, um, you know, there have been trips that I've been on when I was younger where things really got outside of our comfort zone, like way outside of our comfort zone. And we were worried that we were going to die and all this other stuff. And now later in life, after doing a lot more adventuring, I look back and think, okay, we really weren't that in that much danger. So an epic for me now in my mid forties would be picking the wrong line inbounds at snow basin, (laughs) getting stuck in too much powder. And like, I can see where I'm supposed to go. (laughs) But I can't quite seem to get there. Yeah. And, and I'm like, ah, panic mode for a minute. Take off your Total, snowboard yeah. and climb out of the powder for yeah, 20 maybe minutes. maybe not even <laughs> take it off. <laughs> just scooch a little. And, oh, my God. Man. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Dang. I know, hardcore, right? Yeah. Hardcore. I, someday. Someday. <laughs> You'll be there someday. Maybe. Maybe. So, Chase, what was the last epic, um, last time you epicked? I think the most recent epic for me would be king's peak yeah um with i mean it's not as cool as a hundred miler but with absolutely zero training we ran 30 miles um did king's peak it's great i mean i i prepared enough by bringing food i didn't run out of food didn't run out of water but my body was wrecked (laughs) my body was not ready for that how, how many days were you sore like you recover pretty quick. Yeah, I yeah. went running the next day, yeah. but it was that night I was pretty wrecked. The next day I was, I was a little sore for sure. Um, but if I if I'm really sore and I don't go running the next day to loosen everything up, I feel like I'm sore for a lot longer. 
just got to push through that pain the next day. And I feel like a, just a quick little easy run will loosen things up. But yeah, they don't have this epic story that goes behind it. But yeah, coming off, uh, we probably had like eight miles left. So we're like 22 miles in. Well, you pushed was, out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. The, I had run a marathon once on the road with zero, absolutely zero elevation gain. <laughs> so to do a, a peak bag all at once, it was definitely out of my comfort zone. Um, that's probably the most recent epic that I've I've gone for. Nice. So yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I realized um, I did a, a road bike ride couple weeks ago that was uh, it was only like 50 miles but I, I hadn't been ride biking in a while and i wanted to go do a whole bunch of climbs so i went and did all these climbs and i was beat i got home when i was beat but i realized that type two fun is is, is the fun? type of fun like okay, which, what what's what are the types so you have type one which is just fun you know it's just fun you go out you go like birthday party yeah birthday party going to the i don't know going to the dance party yeah. um going on a little leisurely hike the stand-up paddleboard down downhill mountain biking okay in my opinion that's type one fun because okay. i mean it's not as easy you just kind of go um type two fun is there's crappy parts and it's hard but you look it hard it sucks while you're doing it but you look back on it you're like that was fun that was a cool adventure type three fun it sucks while you're doing it and it sucks afterwards <laughs> it wasn't fun at all so type, type three non-fun yeah non-fun. Okay. type three fun for me or type two fun is like it sucks while you're in it, but you look back on it and you're like, wow. So is an epic type two or type three? I I feel like a good, good epic, epic is type, type two. two. Okay. You weren't okay. planned. You didn't prepare enough. You might have you had to ration out your food or whatever. But you look back on it and you still tell that story. You're like, man, this one. You're excited to tell a story because it was something like, oh, this one time this happened. I feel like type three fun. You're like, I never want to talk about that again. <laughs> that okay. was terrible. So then I do have a type to epic experience all right i don't have a lot like like greg may have had one this morning (laughs) he did (laughs) but when i tried to guide a winter trip to kings which we we use kings a lot because it's a long distance and it's high elevation and it's far in there you're sort of remote um split board and a heavy heavy ski setup and two other and it was crappy it was march i think and and we got in pretty far we didn't get as far back in as we wanted to and so and there was a storm coming in and so the thing was okay well do we try and summit on day two and then hike way out or we just try and hike out because there's a storm coming in we don't want to get caught in the storm so the group decided um because we didn't push in as far as we thought we could have because you have to park so much further out right in the winter time right. so it's an additional i don't know three five miles something like that and it's skinning so it's not hiking um that you know what it's like bag the peak we'll just hike out because we don't want to get caught in the storm well what happens before a storm ro- rolls in it heats up and it heated up so much that our s- split boards sn- skis wouldn't get purchase on the snow and so the hike out, which was, I don't know, eight, eight to 10 or 12 miles because of the extra length there was absolutely brutal. So when every time when you're skinning in the backcountry, typically you don't fall through the snow every time because you have purchase. Right. So when you take when you try to s- slide your ski and it slides through the snow, that's not like 
it goes down the snow, like it goes down. And then we had multiple river crossings and we were worried that every time we crossed the river that the snow bridge was going to collapse. It was a terrible, <laughs> terrible experience. All the blisters, all the, the sun was baking us. We it felt like we were going, it felt like it was an hour, a mile, I think, or maybe longer. Yeah. Um, and I just remember when we got done, it was like, I am never, ever <laughs> doing that again, <laughs> ever. But it's fun. It's fun to look back on. I think right. it's a good type two experience. Like, yeah, I think we were underprepared and we tried to beat a storm that we knew was coming and we didn't get in far enough. And it was we had to make the turn and we didn't couldn't predict how hot they would heat up and, and how that would impact the snow on the way out. And, and that that exit was just horrendous. Yeah. So I'm halfway through an epic experience um, today, today as we yeah. speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, we were going to be doing podcasting here in the store, and sometimes I ride my road bike into the store. It takes me an hour or so, maybe an hour and ten minutes to ride from my house into the store. No, it takes me just under an hour to ride into the store, and it takes me just over an hour to ride back to my house. have to go over mountain paths and stuff. Well, I've been mountain biking a lot lately, and so I decided I want to bike into the store on my mountain bike today and see if I can get there on single track trails the whole way. <laughs> and I figured, well, if it takes me an hour on a road bike, I should probably plan on two hours on the mountain bike. And uh, it took me three hours instead. And I figured that I'd get into the shop and I'd be a little tired, but I'd have plenty of juice left to make it back home. How are you and feeling? I, br- I brought um, <laughs> enough food that I thought I could use to get here and back. And I'm now out of food. <laughs> I'm out of energy. I'm like, it, you know, we sell it, nutrition yeah, here. I know it. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go buy a pizza next door. When we're done here, I'm gonna grab a few granola bars and then I'm gonna start heading home. And it's gonna be an epic because getting in, like, it was more epic than I was expecting. But I made it and I'm alive and everything's good. Getting back home might do me. In. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a there's a lot more climbing going back home than there is going here. So, so you're probably going to be like, what, seven hours on a bike today? I see blue sky. Yeah, yeah no, it's there's blue sky and the on the one side. But <laughs> I'm looking out the window to the north, and it's dark, dark gray. <laughs> oh, yeah, that doesn't look good. And <laughs> lightning. And that's where I'm going. So, um, Well, anyway, so I am looking forward to this. I want because, episode, the follow-up episode right, of this. Yeah. yeah. So I... I um, brought a rain jacket. I'm going to stock up on food. I'm, I'm going to take it on and it'll be good. And you know, it might suck for a while while I'm doing it, but I'm going to look back and remember this time. So I hit you with the, uh, the philosophy that, uh, an acquaintance friend of ours has it says you should not, you should not have experienced epics. What are, what are your, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think you shouldn't plan for an epic. But epics happen because things happen. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> uh, you can't control all variables all the time. His point is you need to plan better but, so you don't have an epic. But sometimes there's be things. Be shape. Yeah. Sometimes there's things that are just like beyond your control, right? Right. Um, I mean, I know tons of professional athletes, professional adventurers, for lack of a better word, that go out and they have epics. They have these things that happen and that happens. I think... I think as long as you're prepared to deal with the epic, then you're okay, right? Well, what happens is, yes, because your recreational hiker off your own search and rescue gets in trouble 
because they weren't ready for the elements. They decided to take a trial that's not really a trial. They do their own thing. Like, and they get in trouble, and they're not planning on an epic. And next thing you know, they're ledged out, and they have to be helicoptered out or something. And I, th- I think that's where it kind of jumps to, like, the type 3 fun. You know, that's an experience that, in my opinion, that's not really an epic anymore. That's like a you did something dumb, and you weren't. Hmm. I, I don't know. That's kind of how I look at it. An epic is something that I look back on like that was dumb, but I survived and I can look back on it. And that was a, it was a learning experience. Right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like I don't have those epic adventures anymore or not as often anymore where like I didn't plan well enough and I wasn't expecting. It's like he's in the middle of one right <laughs> like, now. I don't yeah. do that anymore. Wait a second. Wait. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> no, but, but what I mean is I used to have those all the time. <laughs> it was like every time I went out, oh, yeah, it'll take two hours, 12 hours later. <laughs> I, like, come stumbling in the, in the doors and can barely see straight. Like, I did that all the time because I was always just kind of underestimating. You like to push yourself. Yeah, I did. Or you just make bad decisions. Or that. Probably that more than the first. But I do like going on adventures, and I like to... I've, I've kind of always had the mindset and I'm, I'm shifting a little bit. I think I'm getting wiser. But The I've good news is you've done it enough that you kind of know how to cope in those situations. Well, right. So we had talked in past um, podcasts where I did a 100 miler, 100 miles trail run, and I didn't train for it. I didn't train for it through running, I Not guess. Not necessarily recommended. Not the normal you watched, way. You watched people run. I, I watched a lot of YouTube and I was really psyched on it. And I was able to finish because I was good at suffering yeah. because I had been up climbing in the Tetons. Which and is what, a skill. What we, it is a skill. What we thought would take 10 hours to do in the Tetons took 30 hours and we ran out of food and we really struggled and we were seeing hallucinating and stuff like that. And so you epicked. like we epicked yeah. and I got, I did that a lot, got really good at suffering and staying positive through it so then when i got on the this 100 miler like it starts getting dark 60 miles through and people are really starting to struggle and people are crying and not don't know if they can continue on and i'm looking at them thinking like what's your problem just start hiking and i i look back and i realize like i just think that i had more exposure to that type of suffering than the average person uh, at my age. And, and so I was able to just suffer through it. And actually it wasn't, didn't feel like suffering to me. It still felt fun. And, uh, and today, okay. So if you, you got, if you had a type three, well, <clears throat> um, okay, I'm just not interested in doing that again. It, it was pretty bad. Probably. I can't, I'm trying to remember. I think my, I've suppressed it. So yeah. <laughs> the memories, um, so you should avoid that. I think that that's what you want to avoid. You want to make sure that you're physically able and familiar with the terrain. You're trained. You've done enough research that your epic doesn't turn into an emergency scenario. It's a little uncomfortable for you. Maybe you're a little scared, a little nervous, but you make it. And See, and in my mind, it's like you've done it wrong when you have to have someone else come in and bail you out. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, if it turns out to be longer than you expected or some bad weather comes in unexpectedly or whatever, but you're able to manage it, like you're able to get through it on your own and, and fairly safely get through it. And it was just, 
it was a suffer fest, but you got through it and you managed it. Like that's one thing. But if you're putting other people in danger to come save your butt because you didn't plan well enough or you weren't fit enough or you didn't care, whatever, that that's something else. And I think that's probably inappropriate. So there's a famous epic that made a book and a movie and everything. That's Aaron Ralston. Right. Who lost an arm in southern Utah in a, uh, what do you call that? A slot canyon. Right. Um, now, very skilled. Right. Uh, however, he did go, I mean, you should go with somebody else. True. And he was solo. He was solo. Yeah. Um, and he made it. And I don't think he wants to repeat that epic and lose his other arm. <laughs> right. So that's definitely type three. Uh, but... I don't know, like, like he's so skilled. Like right. there was no, he just didn't run into any personal, maybe anything that w- would have tipped him off beforehand. Like he was very confident in his abilities, and he'd done stuff like that all the time. Right, and I, and I'm, you know, in in scouts or in in whatever common sense would say, always have a partner, buddy system, whatever. And I agree with that. I think it's smarter to do that. But sometimes you just want to do things by yourself. Like you've been on a so you've been on solo backpacking trips before. I've been on solo backpacking trips before. Um, we all sometimes just need to get away from people, everything, and just get out in nature by ourselves to just re re um, charge our batteries and stuff. And so I don't like I don't I don't know. I think that's fine. He he had he got really unlucky and got his arm pinned under a rock. He kind of took care of himself. Like, yes, yeah, it sucks he had to cut off his own arm, break his own arm, and then cut it off and all that stuff. That's unfortunate. Ideally, like, search and rescue would be able to get there first. But he was still skilled enough and still able to kind of manage his own brain to to get through that situation. Question. If he had had a spot on him, <laughs> would it work in the canyons? Probably not. Well, maybe. I Probably not. Usually it's this, hard. This, I think, was pre-spot. It might have been. It's hard to get satellite service in those deep canyons, but maybe. Like, maybe the satellite's going through. Just uh, maybe. Mm. I don't know. But, yeah, so that's – anyway. But I think that one thing with the epic epicking is – I don't look down on epicking. I think I think it's great. I think people should epic from time to time. Should be kind of pushing the boundaries of what is normally comfortable for them because um, it's just it's just past those boundaries of comfort where you, where you grow, where you um, experience adventure, excitement, and stuff. If I'm always hiking the same trail every day because it's comfortable and it doesn't scare me that I'm missing out on all the other trails that are just a little harder and just a little further that lead to the most amazing views and all that stuff. And it's really where we grow. So uh, I think epicking is a healthy thing, but obviously it needs to be managed because you don't want to put yourself in a in a dangerous situation or, or other people in dangerous situations because of your own uh, inexperience or Yeah, and you should plan. do everything you can to not epic necessarily you should if you're going hiking alone tell people where you're going what trail when you expect to be back like take the 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 necessary precautions a first aid kit the 10 essentials do the things and then when the unexpected happens you have a misstep you've 
I mean, there's just like a rock could fall and knock you out or something. Like anything could happen, and then and it turns into an epic. Uh, what the idea there being that it's not necessarily self-inflicted. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, for those of you that are listening, do you agree or disagree with us? Yeah, I'd like to hear. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. So, um, if you disagree, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I do though. Chase takes all the disagreeing <laughs> yeah, <I do>. comments. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, if you if you want to weigh in on this conversation a little bit, you can uh, leave a comment. Or uh, also, if you like the podcast, please leave a review. Um, that helps us reach more people when you like us and leave a review. So like the podcast, subscribe. Um, also follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Uh, like us on Facebook and visit our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Check out our deals of the week and also um, look at our blog because Bryden, our our friend and fellow co-worker who's hiking the CDT, he is a little bit more than halfway through and um, he's updating his progress on the blog and he's a great writer and an amazing photographer and it's a lot of fun to see his Uh, his experiences so anyway thanks for joining us on the podcast today and we will see you on the next one see you out there